Hey, 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 shalom, 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 family. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good day. <clears throat> Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Bread Podcast, where we read the word of Yahuwah daily. And uh, I'm your host, Daliyahu Yasharal, and this podcast, the Daily Bread Podcast, is presented to you guys by Living for Yahuwah Ministries. And we're here today, we gather here today to read another chapter. From the set apart scriptures commonly called the holy bible and uh today family we are reading chapter 39 from the book of exodus also known as shamut and uh yes we're wrapping up this book and we're getting to the close of it but the end is the best part we, we reading all the details the intricate very intricate details of the articles of worship and service that they dedicated to Yahuwah. So we continue in our reading. We continue in our reading. So uh, a few housekeeping rules and orders of operation. Before we get into the chapter, we're going to open up with prayer first because it's just right to do. We're going to clear our hearts and clear our minds before we come, you know, before we start. Go before Allahim before we start reading the word. Uh, and before we start praying, though, I'm going to give you guys a short recap so that if anybody is just tuning in and they're not familiar with what happened before, they can be brought up to speed. So let me do the recap. We pray, then we read. All right, family? So just so you understand, again, we're in the book of Shemuk, commonly called Exodus. And uh, that's the second scripture, second scroll in the Bible, chronologically speaking. The first book was Genesis. We highly encourage you guys to go back and uh Refresh yourselves with those chapters, but basically Genesis or Better Sheet, as it's commonly as it's also known as, is the creation account and just the uh, it's history of us as a people, especially the nation of Yasharal. We see since after the creation, you know, Yahuwah created everything in six days, he rested on the seventh day. But after these things, we have some issues in the garden following Allahim, so we got removed out of the garden. And from that, we see righteous lines starting to be born from Adam, Sheth, and uh, so on, so up, so on, and so forth. And then we see the man Noah, who was righteous, and the Most High is looking for righteous people in every generation. So Noah was saved through the flood. And then we see the man Abraham, who was righteous in his generation. The Most High came to him and told him to leave the place where he was living and go to the place that Yahuwah would show him. And he did that. That's why we call him righteous. So we see you who are coming to individuals, righteous people, making covenants with them and uh, interacting with them. And that is basically Genesis, the, the sojournings of these righteous individuals. Because after Abraham, we following the, the adventures of his family, um, Isaac, Jacob, Jacob, who was called Yasharal, as they continue to move from place to place. And have interactions with the people around them and also um, quarrelings amongst themselves. That's Genesis. But uh, it takes a turn following these travels for the worse or to the south as we go into Egypt. Uh, we went into Egypt to avoid famine and uh, we found refuge there, which was a blessing. But it turned into a curse as we continued to stay in Egypt and we became servants. We became under servitude and we became. Uh, in bondage, harsh, bitter bondage. Um, but again, the Most High is faithful. And that's the point. 
we continue to sew this thing together and see what you know different people but the most high he remains faithful as we get this recap we see we was bonded and slaves and in bondage in Maserine commonly called Egypt and uh, most high sent a deliverer he sent Moses to redeem us from the hand of Pharaoh he told Pharaoh let the people go and we recently passed those chapters you know also encourage you guys to catch up on that the plagues um, the Passover the way exactly how we're redeemed because we instructed to remember that as a memorial every year around that same time so that was a big deal family in the, the first part of Exodus the first half so now we had the part where we got to the mountain of Elohim we got the tablets of stone um, the Most High has given us instructions to build this tent of meeting where he can dwell with us meet with us um, so that's where we at family right now we read the instructions about we read the instructions about how to make the temple now it's actually being made and the tent of meeting is being done uh, which is why we almost coming to a close so you guys are more than welcome to catch up on the last few chapters that have been recorded and are there for your listening pleasure but um, we feel comfortable just bringing you guys up to speed so you can uh, we can jump into chapter 39 chapter 39 is where we at so um, that's the recap family uh, I hope it makes sense for you guys if not anything I need to explain just send me a message we can clarify um, but now that we gave the recap let's open up in prayer and uh, I think the recap and the prayer goes hand in hand because as we recap and we summarize the things that Yahuwah has, is doing and has been doing for us it makes us excited and now we get the chance to go into prayer to go before the same Elohim and pray so uh, let's take that opportunity, family, and uh, make supplication to Elohim, and then we can get into our chapter and get our daily bread. Okay, so um, if we can, let's try to stand, face the direction of Jerusalem, uh, lift our hands, open our palms so that we pray in a fashion that's in the Hebrew culture and uh, make supplication to Yahuwah, just like this. Our Father who is in the heavens, permit your name to be set apart. Permit or allow your reign to come, your kingdom to come. Allow your will to be done on earth, your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come before you, beseeching you, praying humbly, asking that you give us this day our daily bread. Sustain us, Yahuwah, like only you can. Forgive us for our sins, our trespasses, our iniquity against your Torah and your commands as we forgive our dead oars. And we forgive those who trespass against us. Also, Yahuwah, we ask that you allow us not to be led into trial, but save us and deliver us from the wicked one. For yours is the reign, the power, and the esteem, now and forever. Uh, these things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign, Yahusha. Halal Yahuwah. <clears throat> to that Yahuwah. Hallelujah. Yeah, man. Praying is just enough, man. After you pray, you so calm, your spirit is so at peace. You could just I could just sit there for another ten minutes and just silence, you know. Just pray and sit in silence and just let your whole speak, right? Uh you guys are more than welcome to do that. Um let's but since we're recording, we're gonna continue with the reading. 
So uh, again, if you if you can, if you like to, turn to chapter thirty nine, Book of Shemu or Exodus, and you can read along. If not, I'll read and uh, continue to make sure I identify the verse we are reading as we go, so that you always familiar and you can always reference uh, the whatever was said at a different time with the proper chapter and verse. Okay. So verse one, family, verse one. Exodus chapter 39, verse 1. From the blue and purple and scarlet yarns, they were finely woven garments for ministering in the set-apart place. They made the set-apart garment for Aharon as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. He made the ephod of gold, blue, and purple and scarlet yarns and finely twined linen. And they hammered out gold leaf and he cut it into threads to work into the blue and purple and scarlet yarns and into the fine twine linen and skill design. They made the ephod attaching shoulder pieces joined to it joined to it at its two edges. Verse 5 And the skillfully woven band on it was of one piece with it and made like it of gold, blue, and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. They made the onyx stones, the enclosed. They made the onyx stones enclosed in settings of gold filigree, and engraved like the engravings of a signet, according to the names of the sons of Yasharal. And he set them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod to be stones of remembrance for the sons of Yasharal, as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. And he made the breast piece and skill work. And the style of the ephod of gold, blue and purple and scarlet yarn, and fine twine linen. Verse 9, it was square. They made the breast piece double. A span is length and a span is breadth when doubled. <clears throat> and they set in it four rows of stones. A row of sardius, topaz, and carbuncle was the first row. And the second row, an emerald, a sapphire, and a diamond. In the third row, a yakinth, and an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, a barrel, an onyx, and a jasper. They were enclosed in settings of gold filigree. Yeah, basically, so this right here is, is jewelry at its finest. The high priest had on jewels. And uh, that's okay. Verse 14. There were 12 stones with their names according to the sons, the names of the sons of Yasharal. They were like sickness, each engraved with his name for the 12 tribes. So again, family, as we get a recap, and as we explain, we talk about Hebrew people and this particular lineage and, lineage of, and family. Just remember that the Most High has these people before him always in remembrance. So this is this very important family, very important, this 12 tribe thing. Remember, there's 12 gates in heaven and the renewed kingdom and, and, the, and the eventual promised land. For the 12 sons of Yasharal. So the 12 tribes of Israel. How can I say? Uh, it's very important. Very important. And uh, after the Most High, Yahuwah and his son, our Redeemer and King and Priest, Mashiach. The sons of Yasharal are like just regal royalty in the earth. And uh, very close to, very, very close relationship with Allahim. And that's, that's important to note. And that's the reason why, if you don't understand, why are we doing these things? Why are we reading this? Why are we listening to this? Um, 
to keep our relationship with Elohim good, to make sure we understand him like he understands us, what he wants, what he desires, what he's expecting of us is very important. So very important. Um, verse 15. And they made on the breastpiece two twisted chains like cords of pure gold. And they made two settings of gold filigree and two gold rings. And put the two rings on the two edges of the breastpiece. And they put the two cords of gold in the two rings at the edges of the breastpiece. Okay. Verse 18. They attached the two ends of the two cords to the two settings of filigree. Thus, they attached it in front to the shoulder pieces of the ephod. Then they made two rings of gold and put them at the two ends of the breastpiece on its inside edge next to the ephod. Mm. Verse 20. And they made two rings of gold and attached them in front to the lower part of the two shoulder pieces of the ephod at its seam above the skillfully woven band of the ephod. Yes, family. Even when you ask me, some things, <clears throat> when you try to read it, it's hard to understand it, but sometimes getting a visual will help us understand what's going on. This breast piece that's attached with gold chains. It's not just one chain around his neck. It's actually like secured on his breast, on his chest, with two chains to the top that go over the shoulders and loop around the back. And two chains on the bottom that actually loop around his back as well. So um, that's basically what we're reading about. But if you ever get a chance to look at a picture of the high priest or the high priest garments, it will explain everything. But again, it's all very intricate, all very um, symbolic. Verse 21. And they bound the breast piece by his rings to the, woke, to the, to the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue. So that it should lie on the skillfully woven band of the ephod. And that the breast piece should not come loose from the ephod. As Yahuwah had commanded Moses. Everything was done by command, family. By command. Verse 22. He also made the robe of the ephod woven all of blue. And the opening of the robe in it was like the opening of a garment. With the binding around the opening so that it might not tear Verse 24, on the hem of the robe, they made pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen. They also made bells of pure gold and put the bells between the pomegranates all around the hem of the robe between the pomegranates. A bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate around the hem of the robe for ministering as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. Verse 27. So you can imagine the sound that the high priest made when he was ministering in the temple. Every time he walked, every time he took a step, it was a little noise, like a little ting, ting, ting. Very interesting. 27. They also made the coats woven of fine linen for Aharon and his sons, and the turban of fine linen, and the caps of fine linen, and the linen undergarments of fine twisted linen, and the sash of fine twine linen, and of blue and purple and scarlet yarns embroidered with needlework as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. They made the plate of the set apart crown of pure gold and wrote on it an inscription like the engraving of a signet, caduce to Yahuwah, set apart to Yahuwah. Verse 31, and they tied to it a cord of blue to fasten it on the turban above 
as Yahuwah had commanded Moses. But we see none of this is just them doing anything on their own. Everything was as Yahuwah commanded. Verse 32. Thus all the work of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting was finished. And the people of Yashra did according to all that Yahuwah had commanded Moses. So they did. Then they brought the tabernacle to Moses. The tent and all its utensils, its hooks, its frames, its bars, its pillars, and its bases. The covering of tan ram skin and goat skin and the veil of the screen. The ark of the testimony with its poles and its mercy seat. The table with all its utensils and the bread of the presence. The lampstand of pure gold and its lamps with the lamps set, with the lamps set in all the, its utensils and the oil for the light. The golden altar, the anointing oil, and the fragrant incense, and the screen for the entrance of the tent. Verse 39. The bronze altar and its grating of bronze, its poles, and all its utensils, the basin, and its stand. The hangings of the court, its pillars, its bases, and the screen for the gate of the court, its cords, and its pegs. And all the utensils for the service of the tabernacle for the tent of meeting. The finally worked garments. For ministering in the set-apart place, the set-apart garments for Aharon the priest, and the garments of his sons for their service as priests. Verse 42, according to all that Yahuwah had commanded Moses, so the people of Yasharal had done all the work. Hallelujah. Verse 43, and Moses saw all the work, and behold, they had done it, as Yahuwah had commanded. So had they done it. Then Moses Baruch the people. He he blessed them. Hallelujah. That was great for Moses to do. And that was a huge accomplishment by the people to get all those things done. Especially those two people. He put the wisdom in to actually do the craftsmanship. Like, um, you know, it doesn't tell us time frames and dates. But I'm sure it, these things took some time to build. I want to say at least a year. But we'll see. Let's measure time for everybody. Very interesting family. Um, very interesting. So, with that said, this chapter, chapter 39 of the book of Exodus, is concluded. Just as the work was concluded that they did in this chapter. And that's a blessing. There's nothing, no better feeling than being finished with your task, with your work. So, all praise to Yahuwah for giving us uh, completion, for giving us rest. Yeah. So family, thanks for walking with us. Thanks for reading with us. I ask that you uh, kindly follow the podcast so you know the five when we drop an episode. Um, kindly interact with us in the uh, question and answer segment of the podcast. Let us know what you think. Um, how long did you think it took them to finish this work? Let us know. Let us know. And uh, below, listed below will be the links to follow us on social media. We ask that you guys do that. Stay updated. And um, thanks for listening. And until the next chapter, family, shalom. See you guys in the next chapter. Shalom.